welcome to the uh, second edition of uh, what we're still calling the Quarantine Chronicles because we haven't bothered to think of anything different. Um, but this is the second installment um, uh, of our podcast during this time of quarantine. So uh, as you can see, we're all coming from uh, different places, but um, per usual, uh, I got my partner, uh, Jacob Jones here, but joining us today, we have a special guest, one of our team members, uh, coaches, designers, extraordinaire, um, Megan London. Megan, thanks for hanging out with us today. Hey. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, it's, uh, what, April 24th, right? We're like seven-ish weeks into this thing. Is that, is that accurate? Is it long? That feels right. Yeah, I think seven-ish weeks into the realization of what was going on and maybe more like maybe more like five weeks into the intensity for our, for, um, at least for, I think, our states. For, for today, it's Friday morning. How about we do like a little short check-in? It's a kind of one sentence, one word, whatever you're feeling. Uh, how about a little check-in from you guys? I, I'm feeling great. I am uh, happy it's Friday. It's sunny and beautiful here in Cincinnati. So got some time outside this morning uh, with the dog and um, did a little writing this morning. I've been doing three pages of writing a day. So it's been helping me work through some of the emotions and thoughts that are coming up uh, while, while being stuck at home. Is that artist way? Morning pages? Yes, I have read it, but yeah. inspired by others who have. Yeah, yeah, fabulous. It's, it's a game changer for me reading that book and and doing morning pages, which I still do. I have a copy of that somewhere from you know 1998 or something, but I have no idea where it is. Not, not gotten around to it yet. <laughs> not gotten around. No, I did it. I I did it back in back in the day. I feel like I, I'm gonna have to paint a, a pic. I don't know if I have a word, but like I feel like I have. I'm standing on top of a canoe and I have one foot on one side and one on the other. And like the left foot is like, you know, feel good exercise. Like I'm owning this thing. And the right foot is like, I just want to lay in bed and I'm done. I'm finally giving up. And I, I'm just going like this. And I, I can't really tell which way my body or mind wants to mm. fall towards. Yeah. So I don't know why I was like, it feels like in this thing, no matter what, if I'm having a good stretch of a couple of days, I can expect, um, if not a bad stretch, some kind of doldrums or, or depressed mood or something to happen pretty fast after that. And then I come out of that. So right now I'm sort of in the in-between. I, I had like a social moment that I, like my wife wanted uh, muffins and so I ran up to the coffee shop and grabbed a couple of muffins this morning. It was just nice and cool out. And then like I ran into a cycling buddy up at the coffee shop and we chatted for a second. And um, anyway, it just, it, that almost felt like a normal piece of my life, you know, to go to a coffee shop and to like run into a friend. And so, I don't know, there was something about that that like lended some normalcy to my to my day and didn't feel as quarantine-ish, you know what I'm saying? And it's Friday. I don't know what that means anymore, but like I'm still somehow <laughs> psyched that it's here. Yeah, the weekends are weird. They, I still I still like notice like the week and a weekend, mm -hmm. but they're, they're so vastly different. Yeah. I'm supposed to run my second marathon tomorrow. Obviously it's canceled. So part of me is considering going for it but I won't know how I feel until I wake up in the morning. Wow, that's huge. It would, it could be, but thank you, but no, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'm game, but uh, somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm still like, all right, I'm going to eat a lot of carbs tonight, go to bed earlier, <laughs> see how I feel when I wake up in the morning. 
I would definitely still eat all the carbs and go to bed early. Like that's still <laughs> sound good no matter what you do tomorrow. Same, yeah. same. Yeah. yeah, I'll make some spaghetti and get some sleep. Yeah, yeah. So, Megan, we've got a couple of questions uh, that we've been tossing around here, uh, Jacob and I, and, and um, some things that we'd love to dig into. My first question for you is: uh, I'm curious to know, like, what what positive stuff has come about as a result of this, like? In the midst of all this like scarcity and constraint and, and, and insecurity, where are you finding like gratitude or are you finding gratitude or, um, or have you learned something new? I, you know, I heard you talk about morning pages. I don't know if that's a new thing for you or not, but um, uh, a creative practice. I'm, I'm curious if, uh, if there's anything kind of bubbling up that, that feels like something you'd want to hold on to. There are so many good things that I'm, I'm seeing coming out of this. It's... It's been incredible. I think it's been a, an amazing life check for me. Um, it's been fascinating to me how quickly the lens on my life camera has changed. And, um, you know, that first sort of week when we were all being told that we were going to be in quarantine for an uh, unknown amount of time. Um, and just to understand how that fear around getting basic supplies and the reality that there were no basic supplies um, like toilet paper and and flour and and some of the things that you really take for granted uh, were were just gone um, you know the one of the the first things that struck me was that I was listening to the sounds of nature um, and mm. with less traffic out on the road you could hear more of nature it was it was incredible. Um, it's really brought a lot of clarity to what's important in life. Um, and just thinking a lot about friends, family, and community, and just the neighborhood that I live in, um, having all those people uh, supporting each other, it's been amazing. Hmm. I, I think, you know, there's part of me that, as I think about all the amazing things that have kind of bubbled up for me over the last few weeks. I've been doing a ton of thinking and have actually been able to do some really deep work um, because of the, the solitude and the constraints and the force to really quiet down. Um, and it, it's been really refreshing and a really good reset. Um, I, there's also been some interesting um, dynamics in terms of cultural shifts and really bringing to light like the value of those who are still working today out on the on the field from healthcare workers to grocery store workers um it, it's been amazing and i'm just so grateful for all of them doing the work that they are right now mm. what what i'm curious about is is how sticky all of this is going to be after it's over yeah you know we all talk about this like you you take a vacation right and then Somewhere in, on the eighth day of the vacation, you're like, wait a minute, I should be slowing down in life. Like, it's yeah. like, I'm not supposed to work this hard or be this busy or like pack my life with all this stuff. And then you, you know, you hope that you, you come back with it. This is really random. It's going to sound super arty and I'm not normally this uh, cool, but I was reading uh, Mary Oliver poetry this morning, which is not normally how I start my day, but uh, I was this morning and um she was talking about going and visiting India and being traveling and, and seeing this woman in the Ganges River, like doing this like morning ritual, you know, cleansing herself of the water. 
And, uh, and then she said, I'm getting back on a plane to go to America. Pray God, I don't forget this. Pray God. And I was like, damn, like it struck me that even Mary Oliver, the poet, right? The person who seems to spend all of her time uh, wandering around ponds and noticing birds and flowers still feels like she gets busy and wants to hold on to that, to that thing, you know? And, and so, yeah, how sticky is it? I think is a great question. Megan, it brings me back to like the original thing you said, that super curious as, as you, you know, I think it was one of our first team calls or something. We were all kind of talking about this and we broke out into, into those one-on-one -on -one rooms and you and I were talking and you said, I, you know, there's going to be a recalibration of values across the board here. And that, like, I don't know if you meant it personally or you meant like broadly as America or as the country or, or as the world, but like that stuck with me still. Like I was, telling, I was telling Parker last week, like I keep a collection of quotes of things people have been saying. And that's like up there with like, man, like what kind of recalibration of values will we see? How sticky will it be? Will there be like, when I think about it, I think like, will there be more homesteaders? Will there be more guard? Like I noticed like most of the CSAs in Nashville, the community supported agricultures are sold out. Mm -hmm. uh, I noticed that uh, dog shelters are out of dogs. <laughs> like so there's, there's like, I know people are at home. So they're like, Oh, I'm getting a puppy. Like that. I'm, but like, I wonder like, yeah, as we move gradually, cause it's not an on off switch, right. To the back to normal. So we're going to, we're going to be in this in some way for like a year or two. And so as, as we are, it'll be super, I'm super curious to see how people's lives change. Um, and I also wonder, like, is that what you meant by that? Or what, what were you, what were you saying? Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. So, um, I, as I think back about the last few years, I graduated right into, graduated from college right into 2008 in recession and my fear around having a job and um, being able to stay alive <laughs> in that time, it, it felt kind of similar to what's happening now with just different, different circumstances. Um, and over the time between the last downturn and this downturn, I've seen myself have this total lifestyle creep and um you know things get good and you lose sight of all of these uh really basic values and needs and um now that i've gone through this full cycle i'm hoping that i can hold on to that but i'm you know there's some there's a weird dichotomy because it do the, the things that you value become more clear because you lost sight of them? Like you, you don't appreciate the sunny days if you don't have the rainy days. Um, and I wonder if that plays into it. Um, for me, I'm having this crazy pull back towards where I grew up um, and going back to Wisconsin. I've been in Cincinnati for almost three years now and it's been... Um, it's been great. It's been an adventure. We didn't know anybody when we moved here and um, it, it's been a great experience. And I'm having this total pull towards where most of my family lives uh, in Wisconsin. And there's also this bit of nostalgia that's happening. I feel myself making like hot dishes um, for meals at home um, and like ordering some of the grossest <laughs> snacks from the grocery store that I haven't had since I was little, like circus animal cookies. And <laughs> just this total pull towards um, these nostalgic basic things. Hmm. 
love that. I totally love that. So I, I guess I, um, I think I'm experiencing similar things where I'm, I'm a person that has spent basically the last 10 years primarily on the road, uh, traveling at least 50% of the time um, for the client work that we do. And my life has settled down quite a bit since October. And, um, and so I, I think I'm, I'm noticing some of the same things in, in different ways, uh, but like the connection to family and to community, which is not something I ever like placed a high value on, but, um, but uh, now that I'm in it again, uh, it feels really good. And then, um, uh, yeah, just some of the stuff that I used to do before I got, got to be so busy. Um, and I love the way that you, you frame that or, or that Jacob framed it. I don't know if you said it originally, but the recalibration of values, you know, like what are the, because I think it's easy to, to value something and to prioritize that thing. And then over time you kind of get lost and it's not really something that you care about anymore, but you're still doing it. And then until you have a moment, maybe like this, um, you don't know to, to restack your priorities, right? It's like, it's just, it's not top of mind. And I love that, that, um, what you just called like your life camera, right? Like you're just, you know, like seeing uh, things through your life camera. And I, I think about the lens being dirty or just having to refocus. And I even drew a little picture of the little life camera. Um, but it, yeah, I, that's a really great way to think about it. That opportunity to like pause, refocus or clean the gear or whatever it is. It's, um, and this one, you know, nobody wanted it. Nobody would have ever said, hey, I'd love a global pandemic. So I can kind of like uh, rethink some shit. I wonder too about the the resilience aspect of this is in um, what this will do for all of us um, moving forward. So yesterday uh, I was watching the Netflix series Waco, which is obviously about Waco, David Koresh. And, uh, it's really good, by the way. But there's a moment where the FBI is trying to get all of the Branch Davidians to come out. And it's been like weeks they've been trapped in there. And so they cut their power and they do a bunch of other psychological warfare. And the, the, the head FBI negotiator is talking to the, someone else in the FBI. And he's like, you don't understand. These people have already trained themselves to live without any comforts, without anything. They don't even care. So by cutting their power, you're not doing anything. Like they didn't even notice. And I, it occurred to me, I was like, yeah, it's like they've already, like, in, as we learn to live without these like things we were taking for granted, it's like, you even need those things again. Right. And, and, and then when they're stripped away, you have like a thick callus that you're like, I don't care. Like, um, now, now I don't know if I'm be referring to things being on things being in stock at the grocery store or the convenience of being able to go have a cup of coffee with a friend without a mask on. Mm -hmm. uh, but as we build up these calluses and we go through this bit of suffering, which is not fun, I think, the, I think a silver lining can be that you just start to appreciate the little things that are really dear to you. And the rest of it feels like, a bonus. So, all right. So that, that brings me to kind of my next, I don't know, area that I'm curious about uh, from you guys. It's like this idea of powerlessness, like, you know, uh, to a large degree, um, we're all powerless. I mean, certainly like we can do things not to spread this, um, this illness. Like there's a, there's a lot that we can do, but like, uh, for the most part, we're powerless over the fact that this thing is happening and that businesses are shut down and that, that we have to be in quarantine. Um, I'm curious what that experience is like for you to, to not have to be out of control. Is it terrifying or is it 
comforting or is it like what is it hmm. this is this is an interesting question the the my first reaction um to the question was powerless but at the same time, we're so much in power. Um, one of the things that struck me when this this all hit was, I don't, I don't remember who said it, but she mentioned that, um, I believe it was one of the doctors that were part of the, the team working on um, COVID questions. And, you know, she talked about that by everyone staying home, that, you, you know, it wasn't going to feel rewarding or like, you were doing anything um and that 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 the act of staying home you weren't going to know that you directly saved so-and-so's life or um supported this community because you weren't out in it um but there's a lot of power in and just staying home right now uh really that's and that that really struck me um that you know you're not going to get a cookie because you stayed at home and you're not going to see these direct results but know that you are saving lives um by doing this so there's actually a lot of power in that and i feel that um so i think if we can rally around some of that Uh, on the flip side um like jacob was describing how his emotions are running every day like being on this two-sided canoe and feeling like (laughs) it tips back and forth um i've been having some some days where yeah that that lack of power that lack of control the 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 ambiguity of not knowing how long this is going to last and what things look like after and are my parents and family going to be safe is can be really debilitating on certain days. I don't know if in control is the way I feel or powerful, but I actually, but I have yet, I don't feel without power at this point. Um, I think, um, you know, I'd like to answer and say, oh, yeah, like a very Zen philosophy and I'm letting all this flow through me. And like, that's just that's just not the mode I've been in. I've been very much in like, all right, I'm planning out months ahead. I'm tackling things and um, not like in like a can't let go type, but like, you know, I just, I think it's the provider in me. It's like, all right, I have like, I've, I've got to like keep this roof over my family's head. I've got to do this. I don't want to go into massive debt. I want to. And so how can I best see five steps ahead? And so I'm definitely mostly planning, trying to figure it out. Um, don't feel like I'm in total control, obviously I'm, I'm not, but um, I don't have a lot of like the surrender uh, vibes going on. Although although I can see how that'd be very helpful. Like Parker, do, do you? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's plenty that I can do and, and plenty that I can prepare for given the circumstances. The circumstances are what I'm powerless over. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it, or that's what like felt like the thing that I was resisting at first. It was like, wait, this can't be happening. My wife's in danger. You know, her parents are in danger. Our business is in danger. Like all of these things felt like they were in danger. That's the stuff that I couldn't, uh, that I felt like powerless over in a way. Um, and then something happened. Um, I don't know where I was, you know, I, like I realized my powerlessness over that the magnitude, the larger thing. And then, so yeah, I started to find the smaller things, the tiny things that I that I either can control or that I think I control that make me feel better. Um, like, you know, do I have some money in the bank? And, you know, is there food and and little things? I, I yeah, I wouldn't say that I went through it in a Zen-like trance, but um, I feel like certainly there is something about being, uh, so utterly powerless, so unable to affect something that's so big going on that allows me to like relax a little bit. 
uh, and that resistance mode in me, like, you know, like I release my grip and I'm like, all right, well, this is happening. Um, so what are you going to do about it versus just wishing it wasn't happening? I definitely had a lot of the um, like, okay, you can't get out of this time period in your life. So try to be as present and, and enjoy the things that you can enjoy. You're, I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't feel like I'm struggling every day or fighting against the, the tide of the universe. Um, I've definitely been enjoying a lot of the slow, slow downtime, spending tons more time with my kids, walking my dog. I've been, Megan, I totally feel you. Like I've, I've heard a lot more nature. Like I'm just paying it. It's also springtime, but I'm just paying more attention because I have more time and I'm sitting outside with no music and nothing. And I don't usually do that. And so I've been trying to like sit in, okay, you can't do anything about this, but also holding that with, with planning for the future. Yeah, I, I was taking a walk through uh, Sharon Woods in Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things that struck me as I was really taking everything in, there's this beautiful um, stream that runs through the park and tons of waterfalls. And I'm seeing all these rocks. And I'm just thinking about the way that, that nature finds a way around everything. Like the water finds a way around these rocks. And then I'm walking on the paths and the moss has grown over all of these paved paths in the woods and that it, it feels like there's something that's telling us that we all needed a slowdown and a recalibration on a, on a bigger scale. And yeah. it feels really good that nature finds a way around it. I, um, not to say that this isn't going to be a really hard time for so many people out there and there's going to be lost and um, really horrible things, but it, it feels reassuring to know that there is going to be a way through this. I think that that matches like the, like the, we all have these, these extreme mood swings, right. From like, I feel enlightened and, and connected with everything in the universe and all the way to like, I am so depressed. I'm about to watch, you know, 32 hours of Ozark. Um, both of which I've experienced. And it sounds like that's a, that's a popular sentiment. A lot of people kind of swing from one side and, and really quickly. Um, so holding that at the same time is like, there's so much death and suffering and fear and anxiety uh, around, you know, money and global markets and all that shit matched with the earth is getting a break. Um, there's less pollution. Uh, I mean, there's, yeah. And it all happening at spring to like Jacob's point, it feels like um, so clear and so obvious. Right. And uh, um, I, the, the, it's true, at least here in Tennessee, like you walk around and it's cool and crisp and clear and all the animals are out and um, it's just hard to hold that in one hand and then like global suffering and death in the other hand. It's like, but man, if like, that's not what life is, I, I don't know how to better describe it. Yeah.